turn to the back of your bulletin, you'll find the Lord's Day number 37 from the Heidelberg Catechism. And we have two questions, 101 and 102. I'll read the question and together we'll respond. But may we swear reverently by the name of God? Yes, when the magistrate requires it, or when it may be needful otherwise, to maintain and promote fidelity and truth to the glory of God, our neighbor's good, for such an oath is grounded in its word, and therefore was rightly used by the saints of Old and New Testament. May we swear by the saints, or by any other creatures? No, for a lawful oath is calling upon God, that he, as the only searcher of our heart, may be our witness. So a couple passages uh, that are referenced here. Uh, one is uh, Isaiah 48.1, Hear, O house of Jacob, who are called by, my, by the name of Israel, I have come forth from the wellspring of Judah, who swear by the name of the Lord and make mention of the God of Israel, but not in truth or in righteousness. And so this was a rebuke, but it was a rebuke regarding what they should be doing. In Genesis 21 and 24, uh, we have Abraham speaking regarding that he uh, is swearing uh, to God and uh, many other passages that are similar to that of the Old Testament where uh, oaths are being taken and they're being taken as being before God. And again, this is something that was touched upon in the, the previous uh, set of questions from last week. And, but this one here is more particularly identified with, uh, you know, how is it that oaths are continuing today or should be considered uh, today. Um, the, the catechism says when the magistrate requires it, or when it may be needful otherwise to maintain and promote fidelity and truth to the glory of God and our neighbor's good. And the church over uh, many years has seen that in terms of obviously military service is the one that usually floats right to the top uh, where we swear by God allegiance and a willingness to, uh, to uh, uphold uh, in, in the United States, it's called the UCMJ, Uniform Code of Military Justice, which just sounds like, oh, okay, that's like a pamphlet. And it's a set of volumes like this. And uh, so people question as to whether or not people actually know what they're doing. But nonetheless, it is seen that kind of oath of allegiance uh, to the country is certainly seen as a biblical act. And it could be also to other government services. It could be to police, to fire, and even medical. We, you have O's in, in, the, in the world, the medicine that you take 
to uh, commit yourself to uh, you know, treating patients with certain type of care uh, and, uh, and not you know, understanding what that medical oaths are, are all about. And so these things are allowed in the scriptures. They're, they're, uh, the, and the church is, uh, by and large, is, has maintained that these are, again, completely uh, uh, acceptable. In Daniel chapter 6, which is not one of the passages they reference, um, uh, it's an interesting passage uh, where uh, King Darius basically sets up 120 satraps, and Daniel distinguishes himself. He's, he's made one of those, and then later he be, di, further distinguishes himself so that he's literally put over all of the governors and the satraps. And, um, and the reason I bring it up is because Daniel is confronted with an issue where the king requires everybody to worship him. And the king was somewhat set up in order to make that decree. But nonetheless, Daniel uh, could not do that because it went against his faith. And of course, you were, many of you are familiar with the fact that Daniel ends up uh, being thrown into the lion's den and the Lord preserves him. But prior to that, the reason for that is that Daniel refused um, to do that bidding of the king that went against scripture. So taking an oath does not mean that we all of a sudden lose the moral requirements of the law, but that we carry on in those. And, uh, and then the, the, the last question is one that is clearly, uh, I would say, tied to uh, addressing Roman Catholicism in particular, and that is making oaths uh, to other uh, saints that have gone before or to whatever other form that we can uh, even, you could in a sense say even with uh, animals or whatever they, they come up with, that, um, that we are not to swear by the heavens, we're not to swear uh, by uh, uh, the earth, uh, and, and Jesus lays all of that out in uh, the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 5 and verses 34 through 36. Nor shall you swear even by your own head. Um, and uh, I like the line that follows, because you cannot make one hair white or black. And, um, and we certainly try to do that uh, in, in this day and age. Um, but let your yes be yes and your no, no, for whatever is more of these is from the evil one. So just as we're thinking of that um, and, and the, the significance of, you know, being able to, uh, again, take oaths properly, there is a place for them. Um, but there, I would highly recommend, though, as we do, as we are faced with those, that that is something 
that should be brought into the council of the church um, for guidance because sometimes things like that are not always as clear as we might like them to be.